Hi, everybody. It's the Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards podcast for the week of February 11th. This is episode 181. I am Chris Bevelo, president of Interval. We are the folks putting on the podcast, healthcare marketing firm, as you know. With me in studio for our big show, Robert Prevo, senior account director at Interval. Hey, Robert! Hello! Jeez. Uh, Adam Meyer, creative director at Adam, Interval. Adam. <laughs> and Katie Streeter, content marketing specialist at Interval. Hi, Katie. <laughs> I don't get a cheer. <laughs> no, I was trying to bring it down. Adam's ears, eardrum burst when I yelled before. <laughs> this is our much anticipated, ever popular Super Bowl ad spectacular, where we devote the entire show to Super Bowl ads, reviews, and discussion of all things related. Controversy, culture, healthcare, somehow. Hi. Adam's taking video. Are you going to put us on Google? Are you going to put us in the Google crowd? Oh, you're going to Vine me? Wow. I'm on Vine now. I don't even know what that is. I really need to up my Vine skills. That's what that means. So, where do we want to dive in, you guys? Because we've got like the rankings. We all have our favorites and our. Maybe we should start with the most controversial one. Right. Katie's favorite, which <laughs> some isn't our favorite for some other people. Yeah, we can start with that. Why don't you start with that? So it is, by the way, Katie, you're in the minority or majority because it is ranked, at least in the two things we're looking at, the USA Today ad meter and uh, YouTube's trend dashboard, which showed the top 10 most viewed videos after the Super Bowl. The <laughs> Clydesdale um, Budweiser ad which is officially titled Brotherhood. Why don't you set up the ad for us? I think people will know which we're talking right. about. But. Yes, it's the horse ad, the one everyone loved. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm the only <laughs> one here that loved it. But um, So yeah, it starts with a, a horse trainer with his Clydesdale horse as a little baby. And <laughs> I'm already getting emotional. <laughs> baby horses. <laughs> and he's training him and to be a Clydesdale, Budweiser Clydesdale. And um, they show him go through the whole his whole life of training and passing him off to Budweiser. And then by this time, everybody's left the room to go get a Budweiser (laughs) because we're all bored to tears, but go ahead. And the Clydesdales are coming to Chicago, which is close to where this guy lives. So he goes into Chicago to watch, um, to see his horse or his former horse. And the horse walks past him and he doesn't really see him look at him, but he did. (laughs) The horse did see the trainer. And when the trainer's getting into his car, all of a sudden the Clydesdales (sighs) running down the street towards him coming to see him and it's a nice emotional moment where they embrace did you tear up i teared up which i am not usually an emotional person i don't well i don't cry like during movies and things like that but and maybe it's just because i'm an animal lover but i i loved the ad and so yeah see i teared up at the taco bell viva (laughs) that just that just touched my heart so, okay, so that was the number one ad but by many mm-hmm. rankings, like most views and that kind of thing. Um, Robert, you and I kind of had the same take on this. You want to? Yeah, so I did, I did not see the ad in real time, but watched it afterward. And my first thought was, 
you know, we're, we're selling beer, and this ad was just kind of an emotional tug at, at uh, you know, as Katie said, animal lovers' heartstrings, <laughs> I guess. Um, but at the end of it, it just felt like I it didn't do anything for the product or even the brand. I think, you know, certainly the Clydesdales is a big part of the brand, but it just, I mean, we're talking about beer here and, and this was this little, little happy hug with your horse at the end. It just didn't do anything for me. See, yeah. And that's where I, I mean, especially Budweiser. I mean, we're not even talking about Michelob light or something. This is, I mean, Budweiser is a man's beer and I'm not being sexist. I, I, there's a reason for it. Cause it's <laughs> kind of, guttural and gritty and gross i mean it's not a beer i see hardly i don't think i've ever seen a woman drink a budweiser bud light yes but most men probably drink bud light versus budweiser too you take the you take the um the clydesdales right and their their um famous holiday one where it's the you know and so that music and it's family and that makes you think of family and gatherings and have a beer i can go with that but this is now taking that sentimentality one step removed and what guy looks at that ad and goes yeah budweiser well i think that maybe it's not even targeted towards men i think because i kept seeing all these statuses on facebook from women like oh my gosh the the horse commercial, it was so emotional. It made me cry. So right. maybe you're supposed to think it's targeted at men, and it's actually targeted at women. But do you think it's going to make women go buy Budweiser? I don't know, because I'm not a, I'm not a Budweiser drinker. And we but, have a winner. But I do feel better towards the brand, probably, now that I saw that commercial. Before, I was like, eh, Budweiser. So you're going to think like, men oh. who drink Budweiser are less scuzzy than you did before. Maybe. Or less like, well, you should be in a bowling alley. <laughs> That's where you find Budweiser's in a bowling alley. Since we're talking- I love Budweiser, by the way. I do order it from on occasion. The, the other piece that, for me, just looking at it from a literal perspective, so I, grow, having grown up on a farm and then seeing this the, the image of the guy all cozied up in the horse stall, yeah. sleeping in the horse pen, I'm like, come on. No, no farmer's <laughs> doing that. It's like, oh, look at this bond that he has with his little colt. Just Plus, like, why would on. you bond when you know you're just going to sell it to Budweiser right. in the end or whatever? You Maybe he works for Budweiser. It. What's that? You can't help it. Can't help what? Bonding with the horse. Oh. I think you're setting yourself up for a letdown yeah since we're talking about beer commercials can we quickly talk about the beer commercial that most people probably did not see because it only played in three cities and that's the old milwaukee commercial that will ferrell was in it wasn't a takeoff on like i thought that was a takeoff on the GoDaddy ad I don't. Well, it was was a kiss. It was well. The whole thing was making out. It was Will Ferrell just looking kind of like how he looks when he's kind of being from semi-pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So so he's got his kind of his fro going on. He just kind of looks nasty, and he's sitting. There's there's no dialogue in this ad at all. It's just music and this shot where he the camera kind of pans in, and it's Will Ferrell, and he starts making out with this lady sitting next to him on the bus, just like (laughs) deep like tongue making out. And that's all it is. So they show them making out for a little while. Then the camera kind of pans back down several seats. So you're still watching them, but they're kind of in the background. And then it's, you catch like this bag with old Milwaukee, with like a six pack of old Milwaukee kind of poking out of the top. 
And that's like the, the brand message for about <laughs> 10 seconds in the foreground. And then it zooms back into Will Ferrell making out with this woman in the back of the bus. It's just bizarre. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. But it was oh funny my. as hell. Yeah. So I'm just watching it now. And it's, it's, and it's a 60-second spot. Yeah. Like, oh yes, and that's all it is. So is it uncomfortable to watch like the GoDaddy? Yeah, that's... Yeah. Was it uncomfortable? <laughs> Robert's yeah. got it up on his... <laughs> It's not as uncomfortable as the. Okay, so let's talk about the GoDaddy. There was here's okay. Here's repetition. Talk about a theme that kept popping up, and it was the nerd, kind of the nerd or the underdog or bullies. That kind of theme kept on appearing, and Mm -hmm. so we just talked about. um, That's true. Maybe we haven't talked too much about some of the other ones where that showed up, um, but it did, and this was probably the pinnacle of nerddom in um, the Super Bowl ads, but. I don't know. I struggle to understand what's sexy about web hosting. I mean, I deal with web hosting every damn day, and there's nothing sexy about it at all. But their their target audience, I think they're trying to say that their target audience is guys that are probably not even like you. The stereotypical IT guy, they're assuming, would love to see Danica Patrick or... I don't... I, I no. don't know why they would love to see what that ad showed. Oh, yeah, I don't get it. Because it was not even sexy. It was vomit-inducing. <laughs> it was, it wasn't was. it? It was. And terrible. not because of the guy. I I mean, they, they made him kind of splotchy and gross. It was the noise. <laughs> Nobody oh, wants to watch a kiss was, was there up just like, like that. Like smacking that. wet. Oh, yeah. 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 And there's like yeah. wetness on his oh, cheek. And his God, cheek. it was so horrible. <laughs> it was so. It was clearly intended to be disgusting. Yeah. yeah. The second time it ran, I actually had to turn away. <laughs> yeah. <it was laughs> so totally. I, I really yeah. feel bad. I mean, because this. Well, this is what. I've heard most of the feedback on this ad when you see them talk about it, like on the Today Show or whatever. It's or you see clips of like other interviews, people talking about how gross it is, and I can't just I can't help but feel horrible for the for the guy. I mean, obviously he knew what he was getting into. He's an actor. He knew what he was getting into. He knew that's why he was cast for it. But I just can't help but feel bad for him because now he's got to sit and listen to how everyone thinks it's so disgusting that this supermodel is making out with a <laughs> yeah. you know, it, fat, again, splotchy nerd. it was nerd. less about him, though I think that was intentional that they found a guy that was really... Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, but the, the, Dude, you've got to watch it. I have, I've seen it. I've seen it a so number of times now. The close-up and the sound and the... That's was, gross, yeah, but I mean, what makes it... I mean, if it, if it was two like, really good-looking people, would that be... Would it be like, what, what if the guy was like... The way they kissed yeah, I think it would be something. just I, as bad. I do think it would be gross. I yeah. think it was well, it'd be noise. gross, but would it be a repulsive? I mean, I think yes. I struggle. <laughs> I, I feel like people are repulsed because it's mostly because it's a beautiful woman making out with like a really dorky guy. But you can yeah. just look at the yeah. woman and not and that, the guy. That, that I think is really kind uh, of unfa- unfair. Well, we have to agree to disagree. I yeah. think it was the. I think it was the way they staged the kiss. It could have been George Clooney and Julia Robertson. If that's how they're kissing, and it's sloppy and it's loud, no, that's and gross. It's wet like saliva. That's gross. It, Don't it get me wrong. It was gross. That was what made it gross. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want to witness that from anybody. Right. But that's, it's kind of perfect for GoDaddy, though. The last five years, their whole thing is controversy. Yeah, push yeah, the yeah, limits. Yeah. You know, and this was a little different take on that. So it's it's they're consistent of nothing. Else. I like yeah. their other ad. Did you guys see their other ad? I, yeah, really what was like it? it? I did see it, but I can't remember. That what it actually was, had no. a point to it, and it was funny. Getting your getting your URL registered. Yeah, because yeah, the guy's like, "Ah, yeah, don't good. worry. That's you know, it's nobody else is going to come up with the idea." And they just keep showing people around the world saying the same thing until they cut to the guy who actually got the URL for the idea, and he's all rich. And can I ask, am I the only one who has a supportive significant other? Because that yeah, whole ad was nothing like but it. 
wives telling their husbands they were morons for their great, for their mm-hmm. big idea they had. And I was like, when I talk to my wife about an idea I have, she's like very supportive of Dude. it. Dude, <laughs> no, whoa, no, no, I Back did. It up. <laughs> no humor. I no, know, but I, no. I completely agree. Yes, thank I you. I read a take on this article and I completely agreed with it. They show this like stereotypical like nagging wife, and it's just like but she's women not... just hate GoDaddy. And I mean, they, yeah. I mean, that's their point. That's like what they're trying to do, but. I, I, I didn't like but they, it. But it wasn't that they thought their husbands were morons for their ideas. It, there was morons because they weren't acting on it. I didn't take that away. Yeah, I the thought whole they were morons. Was, they're the morons was, for their ideas. What idea. are you doing? You get off your butt and register this. And the guy's like, ah, don't worry about it. Nobody else is going to come up with this idea. That's what it was. It wasn't that your idea is stupid. Don't register it. And I'd have to watch it again then. Yeah, that that's was not, the point. That's not what yeah. I took away when I watched it. That was the point, right? Am yeah, I, that's, that's okay. I didn't even kind of go down the path. They were I, mean, I could see wise. what you were saying, but... I. It's not where my head was at. They yeah. were definitely nagging yeah. wives, but they don't care about women, clearly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't. They don't. Well, here's the other, the, other, the other problem with GoDaddy is that if you work in tech at all, if you, have, if you work in web hosting, you don't, go to, you don't use GoDaddy. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You don't. It's like the bottom of the barrel. It's the place that once you sign up, once you do anything with them, yeah. they are emailing you and calling you constantly, yeah. trying to upsell you on other things, trying to... It's, it's a horrible company. Yeah, but don't you think they're kind of going after the rube of they have to be the, the tech? But I don't, audience. I don't, I, yeah, they are, or people who just you know are trying to do it on their own without real IT people helping them out. Because um, I mean, a num- number of times we've worked with people who have, for whatever reason, used GoDaddy, and it's just like, God, come on, really? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, so so actually, we hit. We said we would talk about all things related. So a big controversy that came out of this Super Bowl related to a number of ads was the the stereotyping. But even one further, the kind of I've I've read the word misogynist like four times. So the, that GoDaddy ad was called misogynist, which sometimes I think people are trying way too hard to be contrarian or. Yeah. Whatever, but Katie, you can weigh in because you're a woman and you have a right to actually tell us whether it's <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. But there was other ones too. Like I read something about the prom ad, which I thought was really good. Like the the was, geeky kid I, again, stereotype geeky kid. Yep. yep. But he, he's going to go to prom. His parents force him. They give him the Audi, and all of a sudden now he's James Bond. He gets the courage, goes in, he kisses the prom queen, gets punched in the eye, but he's like, yeah, I'm living. <laughs> and some post somewhere in an article is like, yeah, let's teach our young men that to go kiss women that you don't know oh, and on. that violence is the solution. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Again, humor. <laughs> See, that was yeah. my Is that really what spot. it's teaching? Yeah. No, that was that was my favorite spot. I mean, it – it cracked me up. I mean, the fact that, especially the, the the part where he's just like ripping down the highway, just screaming "woo," you know. That well, just, I'm like, that a boy. It just, I think it's kind they, of the underdog thing. That well, I, and I think they cool. nailed the target demographic too. To be honest, I mean, they're showing like this high schooler throughout the whole thing, and clearly a high schooler is not going to be driving a top of the line mm-hmm. Audi. But um, there was there was a there was a connection. I mean, it's clearly meant to make you think back to your childhood, and if you're somebody who now is making the money to afford a car like that you may have been an underdog at the time and now you are you know the meek shall inherit the earth right exactly and and so so you can relate plus there's that the parental connection there you mean you kind Mm -hmm. of said that that tied back in i mean those people are probably parents now too or in in many if not most cases um i think they i think they nailed it 
with so, that. So, Katie, do you, do you think do. that that's sexist? No. That no. ad, I would never have thought that. What about yeah. the GoDaddy? I mean, GoDaddy's oh, always yeah. sexist. Clearly, I mean, yeah. both GoDaddy. of them, I think, were completely... They, yeah. I, yeah. I just really don't like GoDaddy. I think they are com- very sexist. They're gross. And it's a gross company. They make... I think they purposely make women upset, and I don't like that either. Yeah. It's... Well, I just don't like their ethics of advertising. Really, I mean, this I is this is a larger problem in tech. Period. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a huge it's a huge topic now because I mean, I listen to a ton of podcasts and I can't. And so many lately are talking about the problems with um with bro, it's, it's called programming. Um, it's just <laughs> it's all dudes. It's just a big sausage fest. There's no women to be found, and it's because there are <laughs> too many bleeps on the dance floor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it's a problem. I mean, all conferences, the, the speakers are all mm-hmm. men. Um, they, they had to struggle to find female speakers. Um, and it's, it's often, it's not because, I mean, the, 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 the industry is dominated by men. I mean, clearly there's more men in tech than there are women, but women are kind of afraid to be out in the front, in front. Cause they don't want to, they don't want to paint a big target on themselves to be criticized. And, and a number of women who have, who are popular or who are big in the tech community have come out to talk about their experiences of being uh, targets mm-hmm. when when they do get out and speak and and just the the gross things they have to deal with Seriously. from pigs. Hmm. So I can yeah, it's that. unfortunate. And GoDaddy does not is not helping right. clearly. Right. Were there other ads like that? I'm trying to think. I'm looking through this list right now. Can't think of any. Um, I. But then none the, other none other ones stood out as sexist to me. Yeah, but then I think of like. Ads that show like strong female characters, and I love Amy Poehler and <laughs> the that Best was, Buy that ad. Was pretty, that, that was, was yeah. funny. It was funny. Um, I mean, yeah, she's asking all these questions, making her look kind of like annoying, and, but I, I just really like her. So I think balanced with those kind of things, I wouldn't say that the Super Bowl ads were overall misogyn- misogynistic. No, I don't think so. But I mean, yeah, there's definitely ones in there that are for yeah, sure. And they're from the people you would expect it to be from. Yeah. Too. So it's not necessarily, you're not taken aback. Yeah. Right. You're just like, all right, here it comes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And hey, props to speaking of Amy Poehler and the Best Buy ad props yeah. to Best Buy for matching an Amazon price for me this weekend. And I bought a, I needed a new printer. Mine bit the bullet. I mean, it's like who buys printers anymore? Who prints anything? But I needed a new one. So I picked up a Wi-Fi one that you can print to from your phone and your iPad, whatever. And it was like 150 bucks at Best Buy, but I, it was on Amazon for 79 and they matched that Best price. Buy did? Wow. Yeah. Wow. They're like, if it's, fulfill- if it's sold and fulfilled by Amazon, we'll match the price. And it was. So, so that's like half the cost it was in the store. I don't know how they're going to stay in business. Matching those prices. They're not. <laughs> so Jackie, Jackie just joined yeah. us. <laughs> Did you overhear something? She's bringing the Minnesota. Yeah, I think you're all sexist a hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've established that. I think over the last 180 episodes, we've clearly, clearly yeah, really, it's that. just coming out now. <laughs> That's right. So, what did you think? Did you think some of these ads were like? I mean, GoDaddy, just take that off the table because they we try all, to be. Yeah, they try to be. Well, that's their that's thing. That's the goal. Yeah. But what about like the prom ad? Do you know which one we're talking about? I heard. Yeah, I heard your commentary on that. That was pretty ridiculous. That comment on. That that that, that uh, I, it was a woman, I assume, who posted right. That. Like you're teaching the kids that it's that, okay to. What'd you say exactly? That that go <laughs> seriously go go. I remember thinking go it was kiss women you don't know. The point of that is like you're objectifying women, and then violence is how you solve problems because he got punched by the prom king. Yeah, people just think Sick too much about this stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's just yeah. what it boils down to. Oh, so well, we just yeah. need. Not sexist. It. Oh wait. 
Oh, oh Katie's I, not I sure. Did, I did think of one more that was a little bit. was the Eminem one with the love ballad. Yeah, that was just weird. What's up with Eminem's over the last couple she years? Was They're licking him? Yeah, yeah and it was like baby. the one. Didn't last year he like pulled his clothes off or his Eminem shell off and he was naked underneath, right? Because he thought the other Eminem was naked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But they're getting pretty risque. Was that the woman from Glee? That was the girl from Glee, right? Yeah. yeah. Which also makes it weird because she plays a high school girl. She's right. older in real life, but she plays a high school girl. So you associate her with a high school girl. Right. So you're putting basically a high school girl in a sexual situation with like, an Eminem, which yeah. I know is <laughs> yeah, humor. That's just weird. I didn't take offense to it. I just thought it was. No, but everything was. I thought the majority of the ads were weird and. I, I agree like, with that not statement. Not very well done, but yeah. maybe you guys already discussed this. <laughs> well, here's here's a, one that was kind of, I mean, clearly sexual, the Calvin Klein one. Which crap. Mama liked that one. Okay, so according to USA Today, (laughs) it was in the bottom five. So they had 7,000 people registered to rate the ads, and they voted apparently. And it was in the bottom five, um, along with GoDaddy, and along with the Black Crown from Anheuser-Busch, which I'll talk about in a second. So when I saw that, I think I said it before the podcast, I said, women are liars. (laughs) <laughs> so all the women are sitting there voting. They're like, oh, no, that's bad. Well, did I think it was a spectacular ad? No, but did it have my attention for 30 seconds? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Katie, did you see that ad? I did. Were you offended by that ad? Because no. I was. That objectifies men. <laughs> yeah, but think about how many times women are objectified in like beer commercials. I was, it was kind of like, oh, this is, this is a nice change. Oh, okay. So oh, two hours yeah. yeah. huh? But it's all the time with women. I mean, you never see this kind of thing. It doesn't, to me, it doesn't want to do it as, it doesn't even feel like you're objectifying a man, though. I mean, I, I don't think that, I mean, men are not victims to that. So it's kind of like when it happens, it's just, it's not, that's not what's happening in my opinion anyway. Nice. Way to go. Way to suck (laughs) up. (laughs) All right. So that was a good one. So the, the one I wanted to mention too was the, um, black crown. So that's it. I had this thing. I don't know. Maybe I was just in a weird mood. But I really was turned off by any ad that took itself too seriously. And that Uh, one, the the farmer's ad, notwithstanding, I love that ad and it took itself probably as serious as any. Mm -hmm. Um, But those, those, those were so bad because, you know, I got the theme and the dancing and that was okay. And then when the guy was like, this is our, you know, he's all serious. And I'm like, forget it. Yeah. Was that the only one? That was, that one was ridiculous. I mean, first off, if you're, if you're cool, Mr. And Mrs. Cool and trendy, you're probably not drinking Budweiser Amen. or Budweiser Black Crown or whatever it is. <laughs> Seems kind of gimmicky. And then for them all to be in their sleek black outfits, and yeah. then you've got like a beer master in his apron up there <laughs> toasting. Given this is a, our beer. It's like, this is our time. <laughs> like, <laughs> this, is, this doesn't even make sense. <laughs> it was Get like, me, let's march the wall. This is our time. It's the like only the thing was the first one, too, of the Super The only Bowl. thing missing yeah. was a Braveheart theme, and they were going to go charging <laughs> out of the bar. You know. Freedom! <laughs> No, I felt the same way. And the other one I thought that went down that path, and I liked the ad until the end, was the the Jeep ad, which um, was all about the military. And I loved the message of it. But then, you know, I was expecting to be from the Army, which would have been appropriate. But as soon as it became a product, I hated it. Yeah. Because I'm like, you. I know Jeep is associated with the Army, well, a lot of people probably don't know that. Like the first, the first Jeep was Army Jeeps, right? Right, but 
they didn't make that connection that. at all. Right. No, no, no. And it, to me, it just seems so. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Manipulative or inappropriate? Yeah, I, you're, I mean, I don't think you should commercialize. Sell, right, you shouldn't should commercialize, not commercialize it because it was commercializing family emotions all the way through for the military for the military yeah. and for the possibility of losing a loved one and for those who have lost loved ones and i just, i don't know that's such yeah. a topic that is not appropriate for commercialization yet you see it all the time being people taking i mean they took it pretty far in this one other times it's a little more surface level well, we've seen then it before. there was an ad i don't even know what it was for but it was a guy coming home from the army oh was it the coffee one? Folgers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. one of those, right? <laughs> yeah. He comes home and she's like, Bobby, or whatever. <laughs> but that's so such a small... Right. It, wasn't, and, it didn't feel manipulative. And, that's how, and that's, that's how those commercials... Every year there's a new one, like right around the holidays, from Folgers with that feel. So it's you, it's not always home. someone coming home from the military. It's these people just coming home from being away for a I don't think it's Folgers, though. It shows the power I of advertising. I think it is, isn't I it? Is, I thought I it was think Folgers. It's Folgers. I thought it was Taster's Choice. No, I don't think it's... They're, they always have the taste test one. We've replaced your Folgers crystals. <laughs> have you seen the SNL skit where yeah, Chris Farley just like flips out and flips over oh the table? God. You son of a bitch. Um, that is hilarious. Were there ones that you guys hated? I was actually... Yeah, I was just going to comment because I was doing my homework and looking at the ad week's five worst ads and I had totally forgotten about um, that Beck Sapphire one, which was so oh. bizarre. Oh, like which one the, was that? Terrible. I don't think the, I saw that one. It's well, Bex is a beer. Yep. I don't. So Sapphire is like the equivalent of like Budweiser doing their amber. It was kind oh, of the same man. type of commercial, but like this fish swims in to no diggity. It was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's first so of all, weird. first of all, Black Street's No Diggity was popular in '98. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> I, I do too. I do too. But it's like, what's with the fish? <laughs> you know what I said when I saw that? It, I'm like, who turned on Shark Tale? I like the way you, you guys know what that movie is. You yeah. diggity. Shark Tale. Finding Nemo. I've seen, yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Was the was Will Smith's char- fish character in Shark Tale? <laughs> I'm like, what is this? It's for Yo a beer diggity. too. It's weird. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't get it. It was supposed to be hip hop and cool. Yet you got like a little cartoon character fish, which has nothing <laughs> to do with anything. That was really bad. I would like. One. I'm glad you I, brought I would that like up. to contrast uh, Coke and Pepsi in terms of creativity and doing some, some in, something interesting. Um, Pepsi had. Was was just stupid and cliche, and that was the house party where the parents came home and oh, the kid was having was the bad, house party. Terrible, I mean, they even tried to work in like recent internet memes with the milking thing. There was like all of a sudden the kid dumping a jug of milk on his head, and most people are probably like, "I why is he doing that?" Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, I mean, you could do go to YouTube and do type in milking, you'll see people doing that. Um, but then uh, Coke and Coke had a bad one too, or a kind of a cliche lame one. But they had one that was like surveillance footage of like good deeds. And I don't know if any of it was like actually authentic surveillance footage, um, but mm-hmm. I, I, if it was, even if it wasn't, it was kind of creative and cute, and it was. And I thought, well, you know, that's Coke is all is all of the messaging, with the exception of like the Bears, has kind of been about just feeling happy and good deeds and passing along a Coke to someone else, that kind of thing. So it really kind of tied into just a feel good mm-hmm. message. Whereas whereas the Pepsi one was just so bad, bad. Did you guys see the security camera one? I don't remember seeing that. I actually didn't see that one. It's pretty good. It was highly rated. The other one was was lowly rated. Where was that on the USA Today thing? It's like number 12. Yeah, it was right outside the top 10. But their other one that you mentioned was way down. Yeah, it was just just typical. Yeah, it was like a big epic thing. Plus, now that I see those, all I can think of is the one that done by um, Boguski. 
We talked about that before. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he created an animated, well, he with some kind of national, um, what am I trying to say? Like it was a PSA for some national group trying to point out how terrible soda is for you. Remember we talked about that? Mm-hmm. And it was like a, it was like the, Big, cute, cuddly, animated Coke bears, but Daddy Coke had diabetes like, and erectile dysfunction and <laughs> had to have his toe cut off because he had diabetes. Like a, I thought it was like a whole limb amputated <laughs> or something. Limb. It was pretty bad. It, it was his, really, te- his teeth were falling out. It was so They were graphic. all getting fat. It was but, but, but it's true. I mean, it was really bringing up a good point. Yeah. And so now whenever I see those Coke bears, I think you are just manipulative <laughs> big brother trying to get people to drink this horrific sugar poison now before we started the show we started chris you were going to rip on the um hyundai one with the kids assembling their the the, the bullies oh. and the little nerdy kid assembling his sports team and, and katie and i were in agreement that we thought that one was pretty cute it, oh, I, I wasn't gonna it. rip on it it was, it was fine, funny but. and it was cute it the was guy, in the top 10. The guy That's wrestling where I'm like, oh. the bear? Yeah. That was so funny. <laughs> that it was, was so bizarre. And the guy carrying the, uh, <laughs> the large gentleman out of the burning yeah. building. Yeah. That, that, and he kind of gives the nod like, oh, yeah, I yeah. got this. <laughs> it, was just, it was clever. I think. Well, was I just didn't think it would be a top 10, but maybe. It's yeah. certainly... I don't know about top 10, but... USA Today has the fashionista, fashionista dad as number four. Which I hated that. Now, Adam, you said you liked that. I, liked it. I, hated I thought it, it. was I cute. I, I thought I liked the fact that I don't think you see dads portrayed that way often enough. It's like a lot of times that kind of the cute connection is between a mom and the child. Mm-hmm. So I like the fact that a dad was not necessarily. I mean, he was still kind of portrayed a little bit as a buffoon because he was dressing Which up. Which is and so being cliche cute. these days. That's that, but I don't feel like it. It was contrast that with like the um, the wishes ad for. That might have been Hyundai, Hyundai as well, where the, G, the genie oh, came out. Or Toyota, Toyota, the genie yeah. that gave him their wish, and he, and the dad was a total buffoon oh, yeah. in that one. Yeah. So that's how dads are typically portrayed. This was a dad. Being <laughs> you portrayed. didn't see these guys as buffoons. I. But they were just no, having fun because with their kids. As, yeah. as a dad, I know that when your when your son or your daughter asks you like in this innocent adorable way to do something like that it's like it doesn't matter what your priorities were at the time you drop everything and you do whatever yeah, but that, he's doing it not for that beautiful sentiment that you just said he's doing it for <laughs> a dorito whatever a dorito well, do you guys it was created <laughs> by yeah, a fan but, do you guys know yes that? i know well, I, I think, think the, that's it's so fan. cool i think that's pretty cool too yeah. and i think he got a lot of money out of it because it was i think the reward i think there was it a showed. reward system too, and if like it was the number one rated one somewhere, he got like a million dollars. I think it showed nice. that it was a fan ad. I thought oh, it was. I don't think so. I think, I, I mean, if you want to talk about clever. the crappy ads, there were certainly much worse ads yeah. in the Super Bowl than that that were created by agencies. You're right. Yeah. So. But it's not, in my mind, number four of all of them. That's. I'm not sure where this one ranks, but the whole sigh in the game oh, style. Kraken style. Oh, the pistachios. Oh, I didn't oh, even see God. that one. <laughs> talk about taking something that was, you know, all the rage. Two three months ago, and yeah. it's done now. But yet yeah, they're trying to milk it for. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. Yeah. Excuse me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really bad, but sadly enough, I laughed at it. The silence. I'd have to watch it. at the end where he's he's humping the pistachio. That was pretty funny. Was it actually sigh in the ad? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was bad. Yeah. I think my hmm. least favorite ad was the speed stick ad where they're in the laundromat. Terrible. It was so poorly acted and there's just <laughs> no like tagline. It was just like, what is happening here? This is awkward. This is weird. <laughs> I didn't see that one. And it felt it like so I've seen this 20 times in movies yeah. or other ads. It just felt so unoriginal. Oh so gosh. do you think that that was sometimes when I see those, I go, they did that on purpose. 
They made it so bad and campy. That could be. Because it was terrible. And also, I was laughing because Adam was watching this, but the Century 21 ad had the same kind of component. Oh, the, the I'm a Century 21 agent. I mean, it's just... Yeah. Come on, it's the Super Bowl. Yeah. Do better. Well, we we can't not talk about Oreo and not necessarily because of their ad, which did actually make me laugh. Not that I thought it was good, but the whole I the whisper fight one. thing. It was yeah. just kind of the, the <laughs> I, I didn't people like whisper. I, I I didn't like it, but there like there were certain laugh. things that made like when the cop came in and he was like whispering into the bullhorn. I, I know, like, but well, then he was like, funny. "You have to because we're the cops or whatever." Yeah, it was it was stupid, but. Yeah. Oreo was kind of a, a center of attention on the social media scene because of a tweet they had right. during the blackout, which I think was, I think they said you can still dunk in the dark or something mm-hmm. like that. And not that the tweet was necessarily that creative, but just being coordinated enough with their social media efforts to, to actually say something relevant, pro- relevant to the product and relevant to the time that was timely um, during the blackout. Um, so they got some props for that, and I guess I would give them props for yeah. it too. I'm always so impressed with Oreo, which I think was why I was pretty disappointed in their Whisper ad because I I usually really like Oreos advertising, and I can't um, think of any other Oreo ads. Yeah, they just do really well with social media, mm-hmm. and you know I I follow them on Facebook. Sim- I don't even really eat Oreos, but simply because they always have funny pictures that they post mm. and stuff like that. But um. Yeah, the timeliness of that was, it was just so immediate. It was crazy. It was like, who did that? That's, it was so fast. And yeah. I thought it was good. Now, there were no healthcare ads. I mean, um, not even, let alone hospital or health system ads. I bet there were some regional ones. I, I didn't, I mean, I, I don't remember seeing Super a regional Bowl, one so. for us. Yeah, there might have been yeah. somewhere around the country, but I don't think we saw any around here. Did Park Nicollet, they've been doing a lot of TV spots around this area, but I don't remember seeing it around the Super Bowl. I think so. No. So we haven't talked about the one that was my number one, which was oh, the, the yeah, farmer ad. The farmer ad, mine as well. And I read, I read that this happened, but I was only with three other people. But literally, we were talking, and it came on, and we stopped. Mm-hmm. And for 60 seconds, nobody said anything. We just stared and took it all in. Same thing. We were at a, a party, and the same exact thing happened, where it was just like, silence. And you, you were left thinking, you know, what is this for? And for me, I'm looking at it, and they showed a... A Case IH combine and a tractor, and I thought, oh, is this a, a deer farm implement? Yeah. And then I saw the Dodge pickup, and you know, then about three quarters of the way through, it's like, okay, this is this is pretty pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't see it during the Super Bowl, but um, like Robert, well, I'm like Robert, who grew up actually grew up on a farm. I grew up in a farming community, so all of my friends were on lived on a farm, and I grew up with them on their on their farm. So. Um, I can relate, and I, I didn't. Um, I didn't see it in this. I didn't watch the Super Bowl, so I didn't see any of these when they actually aired. But when I saw that one, was immediately after after the Super Bowl when everyone was sharing it. And my Facebook feed, because all of my old friends who are on Facebook still live in many of them still in a farming community, were just it was just sharing that ad nonstop and liking it and saying how much they loved it and were proud to do what they do. And I was like, wow, that is a powerful ad for that kind of reaction. So mm-hmm. I, it was well done. Mm-hmm. Me too. Now, did you <laughs> no, guys but, find that misogynist or sexist? Because there oh is gosh, some controversy tied to it. I I just thought it blew every other Super Bowl ad out of the water. Yeah, like the way it was shot and the emotion behind it. Yeah, so. the art direction was yeah impressive. It was incredible. So so no, do you, I you guys haven't heard the controversy about it. This came from the Atlantic. Um, so apparently, and I haven't gone <clears> and counted, but according to the Atlantic, there were fifteen white men. Two Latinos, a, a woman and a son, um, and one African American. And the reason why they pointed it out is because 
and I think I read this right, 70% of farm laborers in the U.S. were born in Mexico, not just... Today. Current. Well, today, Cur- well, currently, yeah, right, right now. Right. Um, so in other words, the ve- and I don't remember if that was... I'm pretty sure I quoted that right. But in other words, the vast majority of farmers are not white, though I think it said 93% of people who manage or run a farm are white. So I couldn't tell if it was like a tempest in a teapot. It seemed like something that would have been easily dealt with, you know. And I do think that some people have argued like, well, they targeted their audience quite well because it's a Dodge Ram. And so I agree with that too. But I don't know if you guys, what you guys thought or. Well, the nostalgia is, was the message. That's what I took away from it. And so, you, I mean, the feeling you get is like, like 1950s setting. Cause I mean, that, that was, Did it, you? well, it felt, well, I mean, clearly it was modern photography, but, but when you have the, a recording of something as old and aged and that's what that to me is what gave everything I saw, it put it in this context of this old nostalgic setting. So that's why to me, it maybe would have felt inappropriate for it to be, but that's like saying, well, let's show like, you know, two different water fountains. Cause that's nostalgic, you know? Huh? I'm not sure I agree. I'm not sure I agree with if the point is nostalgia that you depict America as a racist, the racist way it was. But I think if that, that was the intent, that's oh, I don't also know if bad. it was. I don't think that's. I don't know that well, farming was racist back the then. The nostalgia I don't, just was I don't white. Think there was an, it was white, but yeah. that was because there wasn't necessarily an influx well, of white owners Latin America of now Latin people who are doing that those roles. And I think the nostalgia comes in because it was what a Paul Harvey speech from the Paul late seventies, yeah. right. you know. And I think it kind of that takes you back to a certain era a certain right. time yeah i didn't think of it as 30 or 40 years old i just thought it as a nostalgia is a very good way to put it like it makes you feel nostalgia about america but there's a bigger conversation go ahead katie no i don't have much to say i was just gonna say it didn't feel modern to me what what came into my mind was my boyfriend's grandpa who's a farmer and i thought of older men yeah Mm -hmm. men like him sitting there and getting really emotional about it i didn't think of a modern day farmer which is cargill that's the other part of it like (laughs) there's very few farmers like are depicted in that ad anymore they're all giant conglomerate corporate i mean there's they're not all i mean so i think no i know i know like back to my like my hometown that area i mean i think all of the farmland around there is, is some of it's corporate but there's still a lot of family farms out there a lot of family farms yeah, and that's the same thing where I grew up, and it's, you know, I look at all those farmers, and they are all driving Dodge, for, you know, big, yep. big pickups, yep. and so I think that it connected with the, the target well. Yeah, I think the, the the question, and I think the ad was fantastic, and so I do think it's a little bit of a tempest in a teapot, but I also believe that advertising is a huge reflection of culture yeah, uh, and society, and I think a point in the article is made that the ad is reflecting back to us our nostalgic view. Right. You know? Right. And it's not accurate. And won't it won't let it go per- of. perpetuates a stereotype, yeah. which is maybe not the best thing, which I think is a, a fair thing to think about. It's, it's awful lot to ask from an ad. But if you're going to go there as an ad, then I think you need to at least think about it. But it's interesting to, yeah. to think through and talk about. Talking about nostalgia, we have to touch on the Taco Bell ad. The we can wrap oh, up which, with the Taco which Bell one, What was that again? I watched it. That was it. awesome. That was good. First was of all, really do good. you think that that was intentionally Latino-focused? Because they used a Latino version of Fun Song. 
I definitely don't think so. Okay. Was well, it supposed it was, to be? Oh, it was all the, all the old people like yeah, partying. I don't know if it was supposed to be. I thought I heard that there was. It was it was a Spanish version of that song or the song. Right. Song but was it Spanish. intentionally targeting Latino audiences? I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. It was. It, it was, had to do with the fact that it was a Taco Bell ad. It was, was bizarre that it was being sung it? in Spanish. I mean, it's yeah, tacos, it's just, so there's not a, it's not a disconnect because it's it's you know Mexican food, but it was it was still weird to hear that song in Spanish. But it kind of got your attention. It did. Like, oh, this is it stood different. out. Yeah. yeah, and I think if that was their goal of doing it in Spanish, that certainly made it stand out. So am I the only one here who didn't care for it? I, I was didn't like, like it. waiting for something. I don't know why. I was just kind of like, this should be good. And it's. There was a wasn't. few funny things, like when he put his nipple up against the window. <laughs> or the <laughs> end where the one guy's like either passed out or laying on the car. And the other guy throws a French fry at him or whatever. <laughs> would, would they have potato, potato lays? Whatever they have there. That is like so like real life of a group of teenagers just like hanging out in a parking lot and goofing <laughs> off and hitting your friend in the face. But that made me laugh more than any part of the, <laughs> the, 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 the guy getting a tattoo on his back cracked me up. And then at the end when he's like walking and it's about 6 a.m., the sun's coming up, he's got his shirt off and he's carrying it. Yeah. He's got this giant tattoo. And kind, of, kind of strutting with a little extra confidence with that new back tattoo. That, that cracked back me tat- up too. See, like some, some parts of it were funny, but some of it kind of like, and maybe this is me being like racist against old people, but I was just like... Racist yeah. against old people? <laughs> Prejudice, maybe. No, I'm racist against old people. The old people race. But it's just like, they were like making out and I was just like, ooh, hey, that should be funny, but I'm kind of not turned well, on right now. Yeah, and I... <laughs> well, that's probably a good thing. You know what? That's good, Jack. You know, <laughs> I, I kind FYI. of wa- I watched that one while I was doing something else. So is the point that those people were thinking back to their younger days? Because, I mean... Katie, you shared an article re- recently, and when I was watching this, that came to mind. It was about people of uh, you know the mature generation or the baby boomer generation, too, mm-hmm. although clearly this was older than baby boomers, not wanting to be portrayed in certain ways or taking offense at it. And I feel like people of this age more often than not just get pissed when they're portrayed this way. They're like, we're, you know, we're not... It's not who we are. I mean, I know that's not... They weren't trying to portray old people as being you know punks and troublemakers it was that wasn't the point but still i just i felt like there was an, an element of that that could be off-putting to people who are that age they, they don't want they want yeah i mean because you hear i keep coming back to that well, it was supposed to be we, funny well it's yeah but we can I mean, we can tie that we can say that about everything that we've griped about like with the the horse thing there was <laughs> no, a but humor I mean, element there but you hated offense it. of that that's what i mean i don't see how anybody could take offense at a satirical portrayal intentionally I'm not, well, I'm not satirical saying i do what right. i'm saying is you hear you hear people who like you see like on tv someone will, a reporter will put his arms around somebody who like turned 104 and say he's 104 years young and the guy's like i'm 104 years old <laughs> it's like they take you know there's this and i and i can understand i can understand that it's like you know you, you get to an age and you you've done so much in your life that you kind of are proud of where you are and it's mm-hmm. like don't belittle where i am yeah. by you know trying to make me feel old, young again or something i don't know well, I kind of took it the other way and thought of it as kind of a positive portrayal in a sense because yeah. I, you know, my grandma is not that old yet, but I think she would, I think she would love that because she, I mean, she's kind of a partier still, even though she's older. But like, I see older people not liking be, being portrayed as you know using their walkers in the nursing home, and that's kind of where they start out. But then it's like, wait a second, we can still have fun. Like we do have fun, and we, had we, do, convers- we do get back tattoos. We My grandma just got tattoos. We had a conversation <laughs> following that, and it's something to do with sex when you're 80. Yeah. And that my girlfriend Tanya 
you know, she works with all kinds of folks that are wards of the state and all kind of stuff as a social worker. And she said that it's a, I believe I'm getting this right. It's a rule in um, nursing facilities that if two seniors want to have sex, that the staff has to make that happen. Like has to figure out a way to, to get them together to get them on top of it, one another. <laughs> seriously, with, with proper back well, yeah, support and lift difficult systems. or whatever. But seriously, like it's I don't know if it's a law or whatever. But she said that if they if two two members want to get together, then they have to make that happen. So I think that goes to what you're saying, Katie. I, I, I think I think what you're saying is they have they have to they can't prevent it from happening. No, 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 no. That they that they have to help facilitate it. They have to facilitate the act of coitus. Is that what you're telling yeah, me? That's what they said. That's that's what said. So one will Just hold like the other it, person. They and treat the it like if they need to go to the bathroom, if they need to eat, if they do any oh. other human function that they can't do on their own without assistance. They they have to help with that too. I not just am not prevent it. Going to have to imagine that as I mean, I was a nursing assistant in an old in a nursing home for about a year as in high school. So clearly, you've got lots of. I would have not agreed as an employee to help facilitate this act. And I'm going to guess that the vast majority of nurses and nursing assistants, oh, male or female, up. what is your problem? Would it's a human not function. would not help why I don't, why tell me why would help you, them have, have to, like, sex? Help them go to the bathroom and help them yes. change their clothes change, and yes. every other function but help them have sex what's the difference that's a big difference there's a pretty <laughs> yeah. big difference between helping someone pinch think, a loaf think, and helping a couple people have sex why see now this is just your puritan american <laughs> freaking right, template laid over relax already if you're going to be a nursing assistant, you need to read the fine print in your job description. God, I hope I got that right. I'll be really embarrassed. I wasn't mind. trained in, in facilitating coitus. How does this thing work? Well, Chris, would you guess feel comfortable that covered under that? assist with general activities? I don't know if I'd feel comfortable <laughs> facilitating that, but if I didn't, I wouldn't work in a nursing home because I, I wouldn't be comfortable with a lot of other things either. I don't think anybody who gets into that line of work expects that that's going to be an expectation it of facilitate it may them. just mean make sure they get in the same room or the same bed. It doesn't mean like... <laughs> that's fine. Well, that's probably what it means. It doesn't mean like literally take things in your own hands. That, well, that's what I, but that's what I feel like you were no, saying. You I, have I to don't do. think that's the case. No. That, well, that's why I said. Okay. Do you mean they just cannot take steps to prevent it? Which, no, then but that's, that's different. <laughs> helping no, can, them get in the same room is literally helping facilitate it. Well, that's not not preventing it. That's I guess. Oh, I mean, you want to get? Do you want to get down with Mary? Okay. Well, let's get you in the bed. Let's get Mary in the bed. You need help with eating your clothes off. What kind of music do you I wonder prefer? if anybody stuck through to the end of this. I, I, would, recording. I would like to know if any of our listeners know yes. anything about this. Okay, yeah, so my, my, my brother's a nursing home administrator. Yeah, okay. And so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Let's find get Joel out. on the next show. Yeah, was the, a guest, guest on, the, on the podcast. We'll get to the bottom of this. Yes. Can I just Literally, say this is how we bring it back to healthcare? Yes, we did. We brought it back to healthcare. Nice all right, Joel, done. if you're listening next week, it also right. come on down. <laughs> all right, we better sign off on that because I don't believe we could get any further afield. From There's a show title in there somewhere. Get down with Mary. Get down with Mary. There's something about title. Mary. You should just be like facilitate. Facilitating Mary. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez.
And we're back to me. <laughs> All right. We're going to sign off before this gets bad. What did you say? Is that hair gel? <laughs> nice. All right. So for the Super Bowl ad spectacular from the Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards, this is Chris Bevelo. Robert Prevo. Adam Meyer. Jackie Retackle. <laughs> Katie Streeter. Talk to you next week. Thanks for hanging in there.